notre quotidien. C'est sur Taïwan. Oui. dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. It is an area which we call the mystical underground. This week's episode, Battling Demons. My name is Rob McGregor. What follows is a tale of darkness, a tale of demons on the attack, and of a woman determined to battle them to the death. While this sounds like a scary Halloween story, it is also a true story directly from the life of Susan Yantorno, a retired veterinarian residing in Sarasota, Florida. It is a story that is still unfolding as I speak. It is a battle for survival against demonic forces intent on eating the very essence of Susan Yantorno. I'm going to read a series of emails sent to me by Dr. Yantorno over the past week. In addition to the emails are a number of audio recordings that Susan made of the demonic entities crying out as she battles them in her bedroom. We interviewed Susan Yantorno on Sunday the 18th of October, and then Thursday, the 22nd, she sent me an unusual email, a follow-up, about what's going on with the entities. Here it is. I went about my business, cleaning, cooking, and other chores, but I had my large carving knife hidden in my bushel basket. As I did my usual routine, folding clothes, dancing with my dogs and singing, I allowed the entities to relax and let their guard down. In fact, Chino said, relax, relax, everyone. She's just going about her usual business. Then I whipped out the knife and started slashing everywhere. I saw their shimmer and movement. All caught on recording. I have one recording of what sounds like an entity dying. Bozo was badly injured in the head and said, Jesus Christ, that knife is sharp. He's right and would only know that if he is cut by it because my everyday kitchen knives are only moderately sharp but this is a high-end razor sharp large carving knife in all the recordings you can hear the knife cutting the air as i slash thank god i was on a fencing team i, I even trained a little with sabers i have all that in a file i'll put on google but the thing i want to share with you the most is that they are not human there are darker entities that came in as backup. After Bozo was seriously injured, he said, I've been fucked up like this before, except she's human. And a deep hissing voice said, But they're man, as if man is the enemy. I left the room for a while to bake a cake and came back with two knives this time. You can hear it when I actually hit them with the knife and they respond. I dare not sleep tonight because 
I'm on the front line of a serious war. They talk about killing me. So if something happens, tell the story. You can have all my audio and journal files. Not that I'm expecting anything like that, but I want to cover my ass. One really weird statement was to Chino. He was also badly injured and sounded like he was dying and another entity com comforted him and said, here's your teddy bear. Then Chino said in a weak voice something about going to bed. What? Just another day in paradise. Friday, October 23rd. I stayed up all night and went after the entities. Slice Bozo's hand again, along with his ankle. He turned into a whining, weepy weenie. I told them this will be their new reality and that I'll do this every day and every night until they are gone forever. Chino freaked and whispered to Bozo, what are we going to do? No matter how well my offense is going, I'm careful not to trust them. They lie all the time. I'm going to need a nap today. Maybe I'll put up my tent in the yard. Saturday, October 24th. Still here and still fighting. Greg and I attacked last night together. We can really do some damage. This afternoon, I tried something different. I had a long, heavy chain and swung it over my head very fast as I moved around the room. Even though the chain made a loud whooshing sound on the recorder, I could still hear it when it hit them with a thud over and over. Then I brought in an electric chainsaw and got Bozo. As Bozo ranted that he was badly cut, saying, that fucking bitch, I hate that fucking bitch, Chino whispered, we better go get Ariel. I think Ariel is a fallen angel. He may have been the unfamiliar hissing voice I heard the other day that said, but there, man. This has turned into an epic battle. I messed with their heads yesterday and put the headset, handset phones on intercom, leaving one in the bedroom. The, reco the recorder was on when I left the room and closed the door. Then I went outside where I knew they couldn't see or hear me and said in my phone intercom, I can hear you, motherfuckers. I can hear you. You better leave. When I listened to the recording, Bozo said that he was not going to leave and I wasn't going to make him leave. That's when my intercom voice kicked in and I told them I could hear them and they better leave. The timing was perfect. That, they went dead silent after that. My voice came in loud and clear, but I was nowhere in sight. Needless to say, we camped out in the sunroom last night and all day today. I told them I was going to going after them with a blowtorch torch next, except I don't have one. Not yet, at least. Monday, October 26th. Bozo is in a lot worse shape than me. Today, Chino said, we're losing this, we're losing. I have to smashed every 20 minutes. I got some really good clips on the recorder. Bozo thinks he's dying in one. They both scream for help. Ariel is around, commanding them to eat me. Ariel is hardcore, but is giving Bozo and Chino no escape from my wrath. I would feel sorry for them if it wasn't for the year and a half they tormented me. Last night I put up, I put on makeup to look like the crazed man in Apocalypse Now when he threw the decapitated head at Martin Sheen. 
I had to text my neighbor, giving her the heads up that she will hear screaming of a crazy person, little old me. She has literally fought demons too, and I knew she would understand what I was doing. I'm not going to stop until they're gone or dead. I must have attacked 30 times today. They conspired to eat me at midnight, as Ariel instructed them to do. I have a very good recording of that. I'll be ready. I'm going to end this. Tuesday, October 27th. Last night, they repeatedly said I was evil because I wouldn't allow them to eat. So today, I played the song Devil Woman as I attacked them. It freaked them out. I told them to choose to go and be free or to stay and be in chains as slaves to Ariel. I'm going to stay up again tonight. Last night I could see them as they gathered to feed and slash away as Greg slept. Today I slept in a tent in the yard and had a peaceful rest. It took me a while to relax and every time a dragonfly landed on the tent screen I would bolt upright as if expecting them to assault me. Finally I realized I was safe and slept. A woman spoke to me as I slept but I forgot what she said. October 29th. I woke up at midnight to their activity, grabbed my knife and started swinging. I was very quiet because Greg and the dogs were sleeping. This is well worth missing my night of sleep. I've been awake ever since and have to go grocery shopping. Then I'm going to my tent for a nap later. I hope you can open this audio file because Bozo is screaming at the top of his lungs. Fuck, she got me. I recommend you use padded headphones to catch many of the words. I have a few more good clips from the early morning fight. One has a being sobbing and asking, why? And saying, help me. He sounds like a human and is badly injured. Towards the end of my multiple attacks, the deep, dark, hissing voice keeps asking, Why? Why are you losing this fight? He repeats that question several times during the clip, as Bozo and Chino keep answering with, She knows how to fight. I think the hissing voice is Ariel. He's a really powerful demon. Again, October 29th. They are here all the time. I've left the recorder on even when I'm outside, but they invite others in to eat. I've closed one portal only to have another open on Greg's side. I've done vortex rituals, the shaman fire, many other methods. Closing only works for a short time. Now I have to finish this fight because this is a hardcore presence and the only way to eliminate them is to fight. I told them they can choose to go home and be free or stay as Ariel's slaves and die. Things like smudging, crystals, and ceremonies just don't apply here. It's a battle of wits and endurance. I just bought a new machete today, so I'm going to try it out before I take my nap in the tent. It's razor sharp and big. I'm going to be very careful with it until I get a feel for it because it's dangerous. I'm comfortable with a carving knife because I cook and hold it the same way chefs hold it, which makes it easier to control. Later that day, I went after them with the machete this afternoon. 
Afterwards, I settled into my tent for a nap in the yard, and a voice said, Run! Run! I won't run, but I'm getting tired. Greg and I are considering a weekend getaway at a dog-friendly hotel near Micanopy next week. I wrote an email to the local chapter of the Freemasons in Sarasota with some of the links to recordings. I think they'll be interested in helping me if they read it and listen to the links. Exhausted from the battle, Susan, Greg, and the four dogs abandoned the house on October 30th to get some rest at a hotel. They will return on Halloween and the battle will continue. If you want to know more about Susan, you can look up our podcast from May 3rd of this year when we first interviewed her. The episode is called Bozo, Nicole, and Chino. Our second interview with Susan, recorded October 25th, will appear here on Sunday, November 8th. Thanks for joining The Mystical Underground. Visit www.themysticalunderground.com for the latest blog post and book info. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Listen to the podcast at podcast.themysticalunderground.com. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Send email to podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical.